We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, you know the deal. I'm here to talk to you about my bookie, our sponsor here on the show. Really, it's simple. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. My bookie is a great way to bet on sports. Have a great time doing it. It's super easy to use, and you're going to get to help your favorite podcast, Land Sharks After Darks. Here's all you got to do uh, head over to Google, type in my bookie, go ahead and create a new account. If you don't already have one, when you sign up on the promo code section, all you got to do is put in our code SHARK25. That's going to get you $25 bonus cash. It's going to get you a deposit match on deposits of $100 or more. Uh, and then what's somebody's pouring water, it sounds like they're in the thing. Uh, it's pretend like nobody else is here while I'm recording the ad or plow right through that. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, Shark 25. That's all you got to do, guys. It's as simple as that on my bookie. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Um, I use it. We use it here on the show to do the lines of the week. And uh, you've heard about them all football season on the show. So we really appreciate their support. We really appreciate it if you use our code on my bookie. So Shark 25, that's all you got to do. Uh, my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. It's that simple. Let's get on to the show. Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Old Miss Athletics, coming to you late in the week with a special Thursday, Friday edition of Land Sharks After Dark. Uh, just in time for the end of your work week, uh, rolling into the weekend, just like a, uh, a favorite podcast of ours on the show used to do. Uh, R.I.P. Friday rolling. Uh, but don't worry about that now. Just pretend like we're Friday rolling for this week. Uh, we've got a great show for you. John, my co-host, is uh, out of the country, something he likes to do these days. So got to scramble a little bit. Fortunately, have some great guests on tap. First of all, uh, returning co-host, all-star here on the show, we got Wes and Dean talking to us. And uh, I think the audience might have already heard you, Wes. And you get a little glass of water or something. Hopefully that's what it was. I didn't think the headphones would pick it up, but apparently they do. So you're using, some, really new, using so. some new headphones. We're going to work on <sighs> muting the mute function. Uh, I'm just, it's fine, buddy. Don't don't worry about it. Livened up the <laughs> ad a little bit. How you doing on this Thursday night? Oh, pretty good. Just got through uh, me and my girlfriend's parents watched the uh, CNN documentary, The 70s. We watched episode one um, after dinner. So that was pretty cool. So does it start was- like with 1971 or is it like about a certain theme in the 70s, the first episode? No, it starts It starts with like 1970. And, gotcha. You know, it, so it's, it's chronological. It's, it's pretty all-encompassing. Yeah, it's pretty hmm. good. Interesting. Well, uh, great. Um, like I said, glad to have you and, uh, I'm glad you're going to be here with me to kind of help me with this. Cause I don't know if you listened to uh, a past episode where we, we happened to get the head football coach of the team on was playing that week happened to be LSU and Ed Ordron, one of our, uh, our most famous episodes. Absolutely. So I'm glad that you're here with me, Wesson. We were able to do it again. We got another big name oh, on man. the show. I know. Right. I mean, I, 
Honestly, I don't know how it keeps happening. I guess, you know, it's kind of like how you hear about a comedian and they're like a comedian's comedian. You know, they're not that popular, but they're respected. That's pretty much how this show is, I think, among college football coaches. You know, we might have 100, 200 weekly listeners. I know for a fact about 50 or 60 of those D1 head coaches. So um, really cashing in on that uh, kind of uh, football coaches podcast here and uh, uh, proud to announce joining us now. On Landstrikes After Dark, we have the head coach of Texas A&M Aggies, Jimbo Fisher. How are you, sir? Hey, Justin. John James. Jimbo Fisher Jr. here. It's JJJ, as they call me. I, I am a longtime listener. Uh, my, my name is your name, too, you know, if someone call me. But don't call me the poor man's Nick Saban, okay? My, okay, so th- was that a John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith reference, or am I reading too much? Hey, it? whoa, no, this, this is the name, my, this is my dad's name, now it's my name, and Give it to me one more time, what's the full, the full name, Jimbo? John James Jimbo is the nickname, Fisher Jr. John James Fisher Jr., so JJ call me Quadruple J, that's what all, uh... James Crablegs Winston used to call me, and you call him. He was he played for you, and you call him Crablegs. Like, well, we didn't until he got in trouble, you know. Like but I mean, after, if, right. if I'm gonna get him out of trouble, I can at least you know play sure. with him. Yeah, no, it makes hey, sense. Coach? You didn't call him that before. Yeah, go ahead, Wesson. Coach, how does it feel that you got cucked by one of your former players? How does it how does that make you feel? Okay, keep you can keep Candy's name out of your mouth. I'll tell you another thing. You know, people don't realize why I left, why I had to uh, leave. Uh, Florida, you, you know, you know, so I was single in about, I got divorced in 2015. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, Hey, if, you, if, if, if you're going to be single in, uh, America, you might as well be single in Florida and be a football coach making millions of dollars. But not long after that, you might realize another single man came to coach football at FAU, uh, another, uh, Saban offensive coordinator, Lane Kiffin and, and straight up that the that state's not big enough for the both of us if 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 you know what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah, and you got Mark Richt in there as well, noted ladies man. Uh, but Lane Kiffin has not been cupped like you, and that's one distinction you have. Well, hey, listen, listen, let's not listen here, Wesson. I don't know what the C word means, but everything's bigger in Texas, baby. Yeah, let's not let's not uh, harp on our, our esteemed original. guest. And uh, he, he said he didn't <laughs> want to talk about candy, and I'll just assume that that's in reference to what you were saying, Wesson. So, uh, what do you want to talk about, Coach? I'm not talking talk about, about soft candy either. Interesting. <laughs> I'm talking about Giggum Aggies, baby. Yes, I mean, I want to ask you first. First of all, Coach, you said, uh, I mean, you didn't really say it, but you seem to be hinting at. You wanted to go to Texas A&M, something to do with your personal life. I got to ask, did it have anything to do with that uh, $50 million guaranteed contract you got? Look, I'll tell you the only thing more than $50 million, and that's the 12th man on the field times uh, 100000 That's what the Aggies got, and that's like a, a hundred – that's half a million – a billion – that's like a billion people, you know what I'm saying? And it's Tradition. Like, you, know, you don't and, understand traditions. Sure. They got a cute little dog. I tried to wrestle with it. It bit me. Uh, and so this is – and, Coach, you know, you have to forgive me. I'm uh, obviously obviously a fan. I'm a fan of any coach who listens to our show. Um, but I haven't – I'm not super familiar with your speaking voice and your character. It's really – it's interesting because it's, it's so understated. It's almost, it's almost like you're not even a character. You know what I mean? It's almost like just, just like, like a guy I know almost is what it sounds like. So that's it's, it's pretty cool talking to you. Um, very uh, friendly – type guy it seems obviously I mean, that makes sense that's how you've had so much success 
going into these kids' living rooms. You're just a regular guy, huh? Is that kind of what you, well, what hey, you go hey, for? Hey, or what do you, what's your Justin, coaching style? Ju- Justin, I'll, I'll tell you what they told me to tell them uh-huh. you know, when I go in those kids' houses uh-huh. in Texas. Uh-huh. And that's howdy. Right. Because it's <laughs> so I've been working thing. on that. Do you, do you have, uh, yeah, yeah, do you have cowboy boots, Coach? Did uh-huh. you, you swap out uh, your, your waiters for some cowboy boots? No, I still got – I wear these wingtips. Everyone makes fun of it in Texas. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I can imagine that. What's College Station like, Coach? College Station is good for football. It's not good for anything else. Okay. Uh, well, you're a football guy, right? So that's probably fine with you yeah, all about yeah, the so game. Yeah, that's good for me. Also, for jerky, they got a lot of beef. You've heard of, you heard sure. them call me uh, Slim Jimbo before? Slimbo, I thought, was what it was. Slim. Well, hey, look, let's not... Come on, we're we're getting just a little okay. Uh huh. Well, it's your nickname. That's because so, I'm into jerky. They got a lot of beef, and you know, mm-hmm. when I'm gonna retire, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an organic jerky uh conglomerate. Right. Take over the world. I'm talking alligator jerky, muskrat jerky, hmm. wild boar jerky. Hey, coach, I got a question. What? I'll make some Wes and Dean jerky. What you got? <laughs> so, uh. Do you use the uh, Bobby Petrino recruiting advantage when you recruit or not? What do you mean? Put those naked high schoolers on so the back of uh, the motorcycle? Mothers or right. Do you speak? Do you sleep with prospects' mothers or not? Look, no? I'm a I'm a family man. I'm about to say, this, is a, this is a family show. I mean, I was just kind of letting it play out. Kind of wanted to see how oh. Coach handled that that question. But uh, did I cross the line, Justin? I think. Well, I think from the very beginning, when you asked, you know, one of the highest paid coaches in the country, nice stuff to come on our show. You're bringing up him getting cucked, and I mean, I wouldn't say hey. cross the line. Uh, I would just say let's we're gonna treat our guest with respect. He's here. Uh, I wanted to hear his thoughts about the game coming up. Uh, you know, it's Thursday night. Uh, I assume uh, your guys are going to be ready to play on Saturday. Got an 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, what are you thinking about that? The place going to be rocking up there in College Station? Coming off kind of a, a tough loss, no? Hey, look, you, you watched my last quarter press conference, and I've been playing it over and over this evening to get my uh Just to voice remind yourself. Kind right, of what yeah, you sound, what I sound right. like Yeah, we all, we all do uh, that. That's how we all maintain kind of a, a personality, I guess. It's just revisit past performances of our own, yeah. Look, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's like this. It's when what it reminds me of is I was at a low point in my life once uh, mm. working rides at the Louisiana State Fair. And then uh, <laughs> when when Nick Saban found me and hired to me to 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 to, to be their QB coach at LSU. Uh-huh. Now uh, you're doing you kind know, of a Cajun so, accent too, because right, the LSU thing. Okay, that makes well, sense. That makes sense. Know, yeah, um, yeah, you're you're reminiscing. Go on. You know, okay, so I'm there, and then uh, and I'm working the. Uh, that little, it's like the the uh, it's the machine BB gun, uh-huh. yeah, uh huh. The, shoot, the shooting gallery type right, idea, right? But it's like but a I it's like a gangster this... gun from no, the nineteen twenties. Uh-huh. Little yeah, do so I no. know, the LSU Tigers are in there with Coach. Uh, it's getting more and more Cajun as we go. Right, because you know, you're, you're with, revisiting uh, that that Saban. past life. They're yeah, there, yeah. they're there. I'm not paying attention. I'm doing my job. Just like I trained up so many QBs doing and my jo- job. And your job running that booth is to just kind of look off distractedly while some little kid just shoots the gun wherever they want. Right. And you're smoking right. As long as they don't turn right. around and shoot the patrons, it's not as a big deal. As long as they don't deal. shoot you, it's probably, then, uh, I don't really care that much. You know, well, I've got the scars to show for it. That's You know, it's, so, Coach, it's, it's interesting. It's just a, a quick sidebar. You know, I feel like this is kind of reflective of how things have changed that you – 
you know, a, a red blooded American had that job because when I go to the fair now, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure they're all like from Eastern Europe or like Australia. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's kind of a, just, Not a, just West a Virginia where we used to have this. Oh, some of the best Americans, me, he who will not be named Nick Saban. Some of the best Americans come from West Virginia. But I was there hey, at coach. the booth. And then someone, you shut up, Wesson. I don't want to hear your mouth that again. Kind of a contentious and back you can and save forth. that for, for the next no. co-host. I'm, I just but this man is coach. stealing funnel cakes. Listen to me. I see <laughs> this in man. The middle of an origin. I think he's in the middle cakes. of an origin story, Wesson. Okay. We got to <laughs> let this go. Yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I got to stop him because, look. Hey, look, that's the way it works. Anyone steals anything, it's not in your booth. Believe me, Head Carney, he'll cut it out of your paycheck. Head Carney, just like, okay. hey, Just like I do. I'm telling you what, the quarterback messed up. Everybody's running laps right, next week. Right. But that's just not here or there. So I see this man stealing these funnel cakes, and I run over. They got another booth with the, the well, they're actually weighted, technically. Uh, little milk uh, right. jug glasses right. that you throw the ball at. So I grab one of those balls. Oh, and wow. the man, I mean, he's probably 75, 80 yards, and I just turn and chunk it. Man, I hit him in the back of the head. He uh, later died in a coma. But that's when Nick Saban decided he's going to give me the QB training job. So he, he's, hold on. So Coach Saban is at the fair, and he sees yeah. you throw, did you say a weighted softball or a weighted metal milk jug? No, 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 no. It's, well, it's not actually, it's these little, it's almost like a ski ball. Like a ski ball. So he sees yeah, you, he very, sees you very, throw a ski ball 75 yards, kill a man. Uh, and then he says, that's who I need to coach my QBs. I guess he's thinking maybe you could teach them how to have stronger arms or something well, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't die on impact. It's accuracy, arm strength, and, it's, you know, right. just, At the uh, time, he was just thirst. unconscious, unsure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're, you know, I uh-huh. thought where that story was going, and it makes less sense uh, for your origin as a QB coach. I thought you were going to say you used the gun at your booth and just put, like, 200 little tiny holes in this guy like he was a piece of paper. That you had to wow, shoot out there all the red parts. Wow, thousand BB gun pellets. Not that it didn't cross my mind, but no, no, no. I'm not, That's pretty you know. brutal, coach. Hmm. Well, that is that is quite the story. Uh, you know, obviously, we all know the rest of the story where your career went from there, um, from a from a lowly carny to one of the highest paid coaches in America. Very impressive. Uh, oh, just hey, hey whoa, uh-huh. hey, sorry. Hey, Look, I just got an alert. There's a. I can't believe this. I know who did it too, but there's a Longhorn. Uh, steer in the in the weight room running around loose. I know who's up to this. We don't play him anymore for just this reason. I was going to say. But I'm going to have to go take care of this. And you think (laughs) that steer, we're going to have some slim Jimbo jerky here in a second when I get with this steer. Interesting. Oh, Oh, you're going to turn the steer. Okay. All right. Well, thanks thanks for coming, Coach. Uh, Good luck on Saturday. Um, You know, have a good one. We'll see you next time. All right. Well, Jimbo Fisher. Bye. Yeah, you, thanks. Wesson. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so Wesson, sorry about that. Seemed like kind of a, kind of a heated exchange there between you and Coach Fisher. But uh, oh, you know, I was just gonna tell Coach. Yeah, you know, go ahead. That, um, I was gonna just gonna tell Coach that you know even that Coach's lowest spot, they weren't ever, they were never as low as Hugh Freeze's lowest points. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, getting. I was getting trying to give him a compliment, is, but sure. he, he was. Uh, he was so angry at some of his shortcomings. He just uh, um, had to cut me off. You know, that's a, okay. I kind understand. of a kind of an odd guy, I guess I would say. Um, again, I'll just repeat. I thought the strangest part was that he didn't really have much of a discernible accent or any type of kind of manner of speaking out of the ordinary. Um, but hey, still great to have. Him. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, hold on, I think someone's trying to call in. Uh, oh, look, look who it is. Our friend Will Bedwell. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, Will? 
Ring, ring, ring. What up, what up? How's it going? You just wanted to hop um, on the, uh, the Thursday night show? You know, I was I'm saying always earlier. Late. Always well. late. What are you saying, Wesson? I was just saying Bedwell's back. Bedwell's back. Bedwell's here man. for the first right. time, yeah. I'm trying to have a very discernible voice so people remember it's me. Yeah, this sounds Bedwell. just like somebody else. You just missed Jimbo Fisher. He was just Yeah, here. yeah. It was, it was pretty crazy. Kind of a strange guy. Um, I, I don't think you would have been surprised if you heard it. Uh, what I will say, I was saying at the beginning of the show, re- recording this on a Thursday night, a little uncharacteristic, reminded me of another show, uh, and you're here, so let, why don't we just consider this a joint episode, crossover if you will, Land Strikes After Dark and Friday Rolling, what do you say? Yeah, let's do it, I'll put it on my feed, I forgot to pay the SoundCloud, so okay, we've so lost you don't some episodes. Yeah, you don't have to do that, I don't want to cost you I'll delete one and put another one on. No, no, that's, that's okay, we, we need the archives to stay... <laughs> As available as possible. Um, that's oh, how you're going to get the back. Hey, I've got listeners. a, I've got a drink of the week later. Okay. Do that. Yeah, yeah, Let's sure. Why not? Um, I don't know if I mentioned the top of the show or not. Kind of got swept up in uh, just the excitement of the the caliber of guests. But a few topics on the agenda tonight. Probably keep it somewhat brief since it's been so long since Saturday. We will be discussing uh, old Miss's disappointing loss to South Carolina and Oxford. Um, also, since we talked last, uh, old Miss receives. The ruling from the NCAA on the appeal, bowl ban is upheld. Uh, Other restrictions are lifted, including the ban on unofficial visitors. Pretty big news for Ole Miss recruiting. Although, honestly, you know, at at this point in what's been a a fairly hapless season, I'm not sure that people are really that mm, excited to talk about the future of Ole Miss football, but whatever. And then most importantly, in, in that same vein, getting away from caring about Ole Miss football, Ole Miss basketball starts tomorrow night. Uh, I have very little to say about it except that I am looking forward to it. Uh, and again, a welcome distraction from uh, what has been a not so fun football season. But again, I have Weston Dean with me. I got Will Bedwell. Um, let's start with the game, guys. Did, uh, did y'all get a chance to watch what uh, what certainly was a very winnable game uh, that just completely slipped through Matt Luke and Phil Longo's fingers on Saturday? Did you get a chance yes. to watch? That's the question. Yes, for we're, both, just, we're both quiet. Well, you both thought the other one was going to answer. I understand. This is, yeah. this is the problem with our three-man <laughs> format here. That, that will happen. Sometimes that happens even when it's just a two-man format with me and John. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what's to blame for that. Uh, so we watched the game. I mentioned um, it was winnable. I don't know exactly what we're going to attribute this to. Jordan Tamu at times looked hurt. Had to go out for a play. Matt Corral used another game of his eligibility. Uh, got an interesting tip from uh, our friend of the show, Clay Hall, who, again, I think we want to promote his podcast. We might get into that. We talk about the Lions of the Week. Uh, but he texted me today at 2.19. I don't know if he – I don't think he knew we were doing the podcast tonight, but maybe this has just been on his mind. Uh, pretty interesting question here, guys. He said, did we ever figure out who number 93 is that they attempted to throw in the end zone Saturday? Because <laughs> he didn't have a name on the back of his jersey and he wasn't on the roster. And then uh, I said, I didn't even realize that happened. He said, number 93 was this fat-ass white dude. They had him at tight end. They rolled everybody right and threw oh, back across the field to yeah, him. And he no, was no, open at first. But Tommy yeah, under threw right, it, got name. broken up. He was the only guy on our sideline on Saturday with no name on the back of his jersey. So that's, Yeah, he's been like, he was like a walk-on like D-tackle that's been on the team for like oh, four and a half is years. It that guy, is it that guy uh, from – what's his name? Uh, it's not the A-Bear guy, is it? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. His, his name is too. pretty. Uh, his name is pretty normal. It's not like anything you remember. It's pretty bland. Pretty. That's has, Longo Ball. Is, for is ninety three? Yeah, Longo Ball. Um, just just some very questionable decisions on Saturday. I think 
Probably, uh, was it Sincere David? He's number 93, but he's a freshman. Yeah, but that guy that tried to catch the ball was a white dude. Yeah, right. So it couldn't have been. So he's, uh, Clay was right, of course. We're used to Clay being right. That's why he has such a great record on his podcast. Not listed on the roster. Not sure who that guy was. Um, I, I just finished my thought. Obviously, I think the play at the top of everybody's mind was uh, last drive of the game. Ole Miss needs a touchdown to win. Um, down by two, or maybe even a field goal. I think they only lost by two or three. Uh, it's third and short, third and four, maybe. Um, throwing down the field, unclear why. Uh, just completely questionable play calling throughout the second half. I don't think Ole Miss scored in the fourth quarter in what had been a shootout up to that point. Um, you know, knock the defense all you want. The defense is bad. They still let Carolina score like 48 points or whatever. But they got the stop there at the end. It was very similar to the Arkansas game where they got the big stop they needed in the fourth quarter. Offense not able to do anything. Um, I mean, really, at this point, I think I'm just kind of at, at my wits' end with with the, but this team and this this set of coordinators, especially. Um, I, I don't see Ole Miss winning another game this season. Five no, and seven seems very we likely. Can't be. We can't gotta know every other Ole Miss site is. No one published a Texas A&M preview. Okay. Well, we we got Jimbo. We got Jimbo Fisher. I don't think any other now. site got Jimbo Fisher. No, they definitely didn't. No, no other Ole Miss podcast did for sure. I've still got yeah, because we're not cucks. Oh, we're not cucks. We're cool. I still don't know what that word means, but yeah. I was. What do you mean? Still? I was. Wa- I was able to watch the beginning of the game. Sure. Um, slightly optimistic, and then I had to drive on Saturday for work, so I was doing the radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to David Kellum, voice of the Rebels, yeah, friend of the show. We should get him on. Oh, I love that. Maybe next week. <laughs> right? Maybe Sean Ray. We're still waiting, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, to this, you I, uh, but anyway, so I was driving and I had to talk to this group at three o'clock and the game ended at like two fifty. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just sitting in the park, like I get there kind of early and I'm in the right. parking lot and people are parking and like waving to me and I'm just screaming in my car oh, and like miserable. beating on the steering wheel. And you had to go do <laughs> something know, afterwards. You, you made a great joke for my introduction to everyone. You did. I hit us with it. Well, I was just like, you're all, it was Southern Miss fans, I think, uh-huh. mostly. Uh-huh. It was from the area I was in. Um, and I said, well, great news, guys, if you hate Ole Miss. And they all did. We just lost the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that's, everyone, that's great. Everyone chuckled nervously. That's good. <laughs> uh, so Southern Miss in the news, uh, the, the 49ers starting Nick Mullins. At quarterback, yeah, he, uh, he played well. Yeah, he had like three touchdowns in his debut. Great, great start mm-hmm. for him. So, uh, congrats, I guess. It's pretty funny that you know they were playing CJ Bethard or whatever when they apparently had this competent QB on the bench. But who knows? I don't know. Yeah, Ole Miss was recruiting him for a while, but oh I yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Maybe we took Wallace instead. But I can't remember. Okay. Uh, it was it was a few years ago. It was during the. It was like early. It was earlier during the Freeze tenure. Mm-hmm. All right, but he Chad he was Kelly. at a yeah. He was coming out of JUCO too. Uh, Bethard was so. anyway. When's Chad Kelly gonna get his NFL start? Mm, <laughs> uh, check back later. My, my magic Sorry, ball. A A. What's the Hugh Freeze league? He's going to American Association of Football or something. Is it AAF? That sounds AAF. Yeah. I could be completely wrong on that one. Uh, yeah, you know how that league works is like uh, teams have the rights to players based on what college they went to. So like Freeze couldn't coach anybody that went to SEC school, I don't think, because that's like the Memphis team and stuff like that. Kind of interesting. 
Seems kind of unfair for whatever teams have the rights. It to sounds the like, players. yeah, Memphis is going to roll. I, I think there's know. probably more than one team that has rights to different SC schools, but I don't actually know. Um, not freeze. He also can't have uh, massage therapists. Right. He's not. He's not allowed yeah. in the state of Florida just in general. Like, that was that was one of the. Uh, well, your your uh, your your brief co-host Jimbo that I missed. Well, he was a guest. Okay I wouldn't say that. he was a co-host. I mean, yes. he he seemed okay on the mic, but you I wouldn't, wouldn't, I wouldn't elevate him to co-host. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't know. It was a little. Things got happened. a little vulgar. His accent was all over the place. Yeah, He's stress. Seemed, yeah, I think it was stress. Yeah, I think it was stress related. Up in there, sweating the revs. Yeah, you, yeah, you have. Oh, okay. Um, no, I was gonna say I think that was one of the constitutional amendments that they just voted in in Florida was that uh, freeze can't can't come in the state again. So congrats to the people of Florida. Uh, make their voices heard. That was a good move on their part. Um, I mean, do you guys have any thoughts on this game? We really don't have to talk about it. It was just in the end, I was like, why did I just watch this? What what was the point of any of this? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty frustrating when we were like third and four and we wouldn't run it when we had been like mm-hmm. running it really well all day too. Mm-hmm. Um, South Carolina's defense well. is, yeah. Well, I mean, how South did um almost as bad as ours? I know they yeah, look they look lost at times. Yeah. How did uh, Mississippi State beat A and M last weekend? I didn't watch that game. Uh, I have no they idea. just ran the ball for like a million yards or whatever. And actually, Nick well, Fitzgerald, we could like, do that, but we won't. Probably not. Well, here's no. the thing too: is like Nick Fitzgerald, like he just he it, actually State's offense in a way kind of looked like ours for a second because Nick Fitzgerald threw like you know four or five like deep balls to get him in scoring position. And they really connected. Just like threw it up yeah. like with one on one, and A and M's secondary couldn't like. Was this the know, game? Couldn't... Was this was the A and M game? Sorry, recording on Thursday. It seems like so long ago. Was this the game where uh, I don't think it was. I think this was the week before, but. Where uh, Fitzgerald had like a long touchdown in garbage time to make it like twenty eight fourteen. It was that game. Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, I mean, that was but that was much, good for him. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but I was saying like it was still a close the, game. The passing, the end. yeah, yeah, because the passing plays, like it was pretty much just the state receivers they had got in a one on one matchup, and just Nick Fitzgerald just threw it up for grabs, mm-hmm, like sure. with the one on one, and the state receiver came down with it. Oh, right, 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 right. I remember now because this was two weeks ago and Louisiana Tech yeah, was the weekend before played the last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was That's what I was getting hung up on. They busted my uh, parlay, A&M did. I had a great parlay <sighs> game. Right, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll save it for the lines of the week. We'll talk about uh, what people might pick this week. Um, but Yama is good for three or two or one deep balls, right? Yeah, I mean, I think with with DK out, it's a little bit harder. There were a lot of other injuries in that game. Hey, I think Sanders but you got is number ninety three, the mystery ninety three, right? Unknown. <laughs> yeah. the, the The person that Wes told us uh, has a regular sounding name. We have no idea what it is, but Wes knows. Oh, oh. Wes knows who it is, though. Apparently, I'm about to Google it. He's uh, not on the roster. Yeah, yeah I, please do exist. Google it. I would love to to find this. It wasn't on the Chase roster. Chase and Neil aren't paying enough attention. <laughs> Neil doesn't even know who was running for senator or anything. Yeah, that seems unrelated to not reporting on Ole Miss, but I yeah, I agree. That's been a that was a, a controversial moment here in the Ole Missosphere a couple of days ago. A couple of days after the election, uh chatting here. I already mentioned the Florida constitutional amendment to ban freeze. Uh, you know, we tried to get um fallen uh Senate candidate Chris McDaniel on the show this week. His people were saying it was going to happen for quite a while. The last several days, 
uh, you know, heard word at the last second. He wasn't he wasn't feeling up to it. Something about how he wasn't. He, he he said he couldn't do his own voice. Something maybe you he talk been, about it. He had been talking too much. Different. Oh man! Right, right. He couldn't. Something about he couldn't make himself sound like himself. So he's having one of those days. You know, obviously he's bummed out after not making the runoff for the Senate in Mississippi. So uh, you know, unfortunately, we're, weren't able to get Chris on the show. Um, but he is. I mean, I think he's going to have a lot of free time now. I know he's based in Hattiesburg, where some other. Uh, contributors to the show, you know, move around to those circles. So maybe we'll be able to get them on at some point. Just not tonight, guys. Um, all right, anything else on the South Carolina game, or should we move on? We can look ahead a little bit to this Texas A&M game. We can talk about, like I said, the NCAA uh, appeal, although I'm sure at this point people have kind of already moved on from that. Not like it was that groundbreaking anyway. It's not like the bull band got lifted or anything, but still I guess a win for Ole Miss. And in theory, the NCAA investigation is over now, guys. Congratulations. It's finally over. The end of an era. It feels like the it's been uh, with us for so long, yeah. Um, oh, here's something that I just remembered. Uh, A.J. Brown likely to break the uh, all-time Ole Miss receiving record this weekend. He's like 63 yards away, so congrats to A.J. That's what's up. Hey, guys, I think, uh, I think I found our mystery okay, man. Okay, please. It's uh, Jordan Herbert. That's what I said. Hey, Bear, learn how to pronounce Louisiana Herbert. shit, dog. Mr. Uh, Herbert. Hey, Bear? I he's, think so. I thought – Wow. Well, it says here that he's from Texas. Oh, same difference, dude. Parts that, of Louisiana and Texas. Texas are very similar. <laughs> you heard What Jimbo part of Texas? Texas? What city in Texas? Uh, Klein. Klein, Texas. If this is in the east part of Texas, you are screwed, Wesson. Oh, I swear Herbert. to God. And once this I Google am. map loads, well, it could be not where I'm thinking it is. Let's see here. We're zooming out. We're zooming out, people. Oh, no, it's it's not at all. It's like near, <laughs> it's like near Where Mexico. is it at? It's like over near Mexico. <laughs> oh, maybe his name is uh. Herb- you probably just maybe heard Neil's is dumbass call it Her- Herbe. No, I thought I thought his name was a bear, like the the LSU family or whatever. I don't freaking know, man. But interesting. Um, hey, I think Ole Miss has a chance this weekend. Why go? Why do you think that? I mean, I just the coach for A and M sounds a little weird, dude. Look, okay, hold on. Hold on, guys. <laughs> His Twitter username is Jordan underscore A Bear thirty nine, like A B E A R. I think it's oh, pronounced. I think it's pronounced that way. I'm just gonna say it. All right, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna do some more research. Tell us why you think Ole Miss might have a chance this weekend, though. Well, other than just your normal blind optimism. Right. Well, <laughs> that's all I kind of got. Um. So, uh. I just think if we lean on Scotty Phillips, control the time of possession, and keep the defense off the field, we could win. We never tried to do that. Right. That's never been part of the style. We let the defense be out there. Crime Dog says he looks at him, you know, he he figures out what the offense is going to do for the ball, and then he turns to the defense and says, Defense, it's coming to you. And then, <laughs> defense, <laughs> this this is y'all's play. Get out there. This is y'all's play. And and then they all of a sudden turn around, very confused, and get they burned. They just follow the ball. The Ole Miss defense is like uh, when you have like a tennis ball, and there's a dog, right? And you're waving oh, the, the no. ball around, and the dog's following it with his eyes the whole time. And then you, if you fake <laughs> the throw, the dog just yeah. four steps away. And that's Ole Miss's defense. With uh, any time the offense does anything, kind of misdirection. Uh, I have more news, guys. So yeah. looking into Jordan A. Bear. There are actually two Kleins in Texas. I spelled it when I did my first search, C-L-I-N-E. That is near Mexico. Klein, Texas, where Jordan A. Bear is from, Houston suburb, 
Houston, the most Louisiana city in Texas. Ergo de facto, it's Jordan A. Bear. Uh, I really don't know what I'm accomplishing in this dispute. Uh, thank you for finding out who it was, Wesson, but I do think it is A. Bear and not. I mean, there's not an R, so it would be it would be Hebert. It would be the other Wait, possibility. There's an R in the second half, not before the B. Nah, he, Hebert. Jordan Haybear, Jordan Hebert. I believe it is Jordan Haybear. Uh, this is um, this is the content. Right. This is the, the kind of content want. that we talk about uh, on Lynch After Dark. I'm going to be having crazy after listening to this episode. Uh, and in case you were wondering, um, the kind of athletic build we're talking about here, um, built for a throwback double pass. We're talking about. Five foot eleven, two hundred and eighty-five pounds. Uh, just, just built like a freaking. I mean, Mack truck, I guess. He's a, a he's a loose end, not very, a tight very end. Very small you know Mack truck, like small tires, but big ass chassis. Um, no, he's one of those old like two door Nissan pickup trucks. That's what he is. Hmm. You know what I'm talking I was about? I'm thinking of four door evocative Ford. I think he's, he's like, like one of those. One of those uh, those like Honda Ridge lines that look like kind of like a minivan and a van like and a truck like had a baby or something. Yeah, oh, I'm talking. He I'm could talking be. A, ooh, what if he was an El Camino? Right. How would y'all think of that? If he was, yeah, he's from Houston. Smaller, not bigger. What is this? Yeah, it's, this the, this analogy is getting a little confusing. <laughs> I would say, but uh, yeah, that's kind of that's the state of Longo's offense. If you're wondering, um, the double pass to Jordan Haybear. Uh, all right, but well, back to uh, back back to talking about the Texas A and M game. I I can tell that you're you're locked in here. You might have some kind of a personal connection or something. It's true. Okay, yeah, a lot of my family went to A and M. So really, I'm is that true? I know you have some Texas connections. Uh huh. Are they oil? Are they oil men? No. Is it what? Well, so that's like it's like an engineering school and stuff too, huh? Yeah, I don't know. They just went there. I don't know why exactly. What do they do now? They're from there. Oh, well, they used to all be cattle ranchers. Now they're mostly lawyers. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a, that's an interesting transition. They yeah, said the only the... way you could uh, make money in the cattle business hmm. is to paint them black, which means finding oil, and they never found any. Right. That's the kind of down-home. Yeah, Go ahead, Wesson. Uh, Bedwell, you're uh, both your because – your but all your family for your law school graduation those 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 your a and m that came to up to Oxford right those are a lot of your oh, okay so I met a lot of those people yeah, too yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I, I couldn't that's what I thought I couldn't remember making sure Confirmed. short short and bow legged that's fantastic <laughs> yeah they reminded me uh, of you a little bit my legs aren't I'm I have straight legs you know when you meet uh <laughs> when you meet Will's family especially Will's parents uh. You know, it, it's it's just shocking because they're so tall. And then they see meet you. It no. is, oh, I didn't eat veggies as a kid. No, I'm jo- of course, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Both of your parents are rather <laughs> diminutive in stature. And they make up for it in, in heart and soul, I would say. Just some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. So, there you uh, go. And I, I don't know go. if I can say the same for you, but there's, so, there's something. There's something uh, in there. The you big, know what a funny story? Big personality. Hold on. What did I say last time you were on the uh, on the show? Both self-styled comedian or something like that? Self-styled. Not funny, but self-styled. Right. Well, you said it, not me. I mean, I never said yeah. not funny. But no, I wish you had said funny. It never happened. Yeah, very funny. No, you're very funny. <laughs> it, uh, very funny in a comical way. What were you going to say, Wilson? So in 2015 for the Alabama game, uh, Will's dad, Rusty, 
came up just to hang out for like the -hmm. weekend Mm -hmm. and we all went to the library to watch the Alabama game and it was like the third quarter and you know I was like we were all like pretty hammered but I was really drunk and I was just like we scored again and I was just like shaking Bedwell's dad Rusty I was like Rusty 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 and and Bedwell's dad was like man he's like son man your friend Wes feels no pain he did, yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Me, so. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty good uh, endorsement. Yeah. My uh, both of my parents, they're gonna come visit this weekend, and my uh, my dad, he won some money in an NFL league. Oh, nice! Like nice. a, um, it's a suicide league where you, so you have to pick a team to win every week. That's a survivor you, league, right? Survivor, I guess. Yeah, and you can't. I was trying to figure out twice. what the rules of a suicide league would be. Like if, the, if you don't win it's every a Russian week, roulette. You have yeah, to kill he's yourself. actually the only one alive. Right, that's and, how he won in a in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so he said he was done, you know, gambling for the year. But mm-hmm. my mom has got the bug now that he won, and she wants to bet on the A and M game somehow. So. Oh, yeah, that's so much fun! I'm gonna go bet on sports. Little preview of the lines of the week. Where she who she want to bet on in the game? Right. Well, I don't know. I told her the safe money is probably A and M to cover. Yeah. 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 Eleven and a half, but I don't know about that. I'm kind of staying away from that game. Oh yeah, big time. I I don't. I don't. I mean, I think both these teams are drunk at this point in the season. Yep. Um, I'm gonna head over right now. Why don't we just move into that part of the show? Let's do it. Yeah. It is time. The line opened at twelve and a half. Correct. A and M. That sounds right. It is time for Lines of the Week, sponsored by MyBookie. Yes. Don't forget, go ahead and uh, head over to MyBookie and sign up. Um, use I'm going to get mom to download the app. Yeah, do that, and then uh, make sure she's using the right code on there. Um, yeah, I won't put a T instead of a K in Shark thank 25. You, yeah. No, I mean, Shark 25, we get that money too. It's, just, it's not for this <laughs> podcast. It's for a different right. project it's, that we hey. have on the network, yeah. Um, so I'm over on my bookie heading to the college football lines. I believe there's a game tonight, right? Weston, do we miss anything? Wake Forest. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Who are they playing? They're not North no, Carolina already, state. North Carolina state. Okay. Cause I was going to say they've already gotten drunk, like drawn by Clemson. So mm-hmm. wait, that's on right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about it and I wasn't sure. Um, also, I got a bone to pick. I wanted to bring this up earlier because I've been watching the game. Okay, is how do I'm I'm tired of like any team thinking they can do blackout games. Right. Okay. Wake Forest colors are black and gold. Mm-hmm. NC States are white and red. And I'm watching this game. Wake Forest is wearing white with gold helmets, Ugh. and NC State is wearing all black. And I keep thinking it's the other way around. It's, yeah, but that's, oh, that's, that's insane. Wait, so is NC State's yeah. crowd also wearing black? Also wearing that all is, black. That's yeah. insane. That's like Old Miss Ford. having a red game for Alabama. What the hell are you yeah. doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's – okay, thank you for making that observation because that is that is madness. Upsetting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I wanted – I thought about getting Wake Forest to cover, but, but I, they have a – their quarterback's hurt. They have a backup in. So I didn't, and it's nineteen twenty-three in the fourth quarter. Hmm. Sounds like you got some uh, some insights there. Is that did you learn that on another podcast? No, they didn't cover that. Oh, interesting. Well, how do you how do you know about Wake Forest quarterback? Just well, I had I took my lunch break. I had a pop tart for lunch. Uh-huh. I had like an hour to Google things. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. All right, I won't ask you. I won't ask you what other things you were googling. That's better left. <laughs> Unsaid. Uh, moving on to the Friday night games, 
Uh, just going to mention this one because the line is so big. Uh, Louisville has really fallen off a cliff, huh? Syracuse favored by 21 and a half tomorrow night. Um, Free what's, money. What's going on with Petrino? Are they going to turn it around next year? Does anybody know? I, I haven't watched them at all this season. Y'all to call Bobby back. Call no him back? Way. Yeah, I did have some Jimbo. missed calls. We only yeah. have winning coaches on this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Michigan minus 38 versus Rutgers. I'm sure Rutgers could cover that. I have no idea. Michigan, uh, shockingly good, huh? I feel like a lot of Ole Miss fans, all listeners of this show, would probably prefer if uh, Shea Patterson wasn't having so much success at Michigan right now. But it looks like they might be the fourth team in the playoff. Hmm. I, don't know. Uh, I hate That's it. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I think really. a lot of Ole Miss fans do. I mean, I just don't care one way or the other, honestly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I I haven't thought about Shea Patterson very many times in the past nah. year, or so it doesn't really not something I really worry about. Oh, I'll be his honest. Dad, I'm very spiteful. I think here. about it every week. Yeah, I think a lot of Ole Miss fans are more like you, Bedwell, from what uh from what they've told me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, ooh, his, his dad's not a... there, so. Is that is it there? Is, yeah, is that's not here. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what work. I mean. It's like he's not in Oxford. Um, it's like, oh god. So right. you're right. That is the biggest relief. Here's the interesting one right here, guys. Uh, Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh. Pitt getting three and a half, or not getting Pitt favored by three and a half points. Kind of a mm-hmm. shocking line. With uh, Virginia Tech wasn't bad earlier in the season. I, I feel like Pitt, if they got the right coach that can hold on to, they would be like a really, really good program. Yeah, they're always like they're always upsetting someone. They're always sneaky, decent. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're usually like seven and five, six and six a lot of years, but I feel like they could be. But they get upset a lot, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like too, like with the right coach, because you can recruit in Pennsylvania pretty well, even though Penn State, obviously. But I mean, I feel like at it, it, it Pitt, you could have like a, you could build like a really good program and be really competitive, even with a good Penn State. Hmm. Yeah, and Penn State is questionable. I think they we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, or probably not. Actually, I think they their their season's kind of going off the rails. Um, here's, here's something, uh, you know, Wesson was talking about the Ole Miss A&M line opening at 12 and a half. It's not like Bedwell had seen it down a little lower. If you're looking for a big, uh, line in favor of A&M, if you want to bet on Ole Miss with the most number of points, head on over to my bookie. They have the line right now, Ole Miss plus 13 and a half. Uh, if you think for some reason that either one of these teams is predictable and Ole Miss maybe can keep it within two touchdowns, uh, that's the line for you right there. Um, Honestly, What's the I, over and under, sixty six and a half. Under, right? Mm. Or it's gonna be way over. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel if it like it's over. gonna be a forty eight to twenty. Yeah. A and M victory. Mm-hmm. And so that would that would be slightly over. Uh, I have no idea. A and M could cover by you know they could win by four scores. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Ole Miss could cover. I have no idea what's gonna happen in this game. I mean, we had like I said, we had Jimbo on the show. Seemed a little a little unstable type of guy. So. You never know what they're. Going I think to do. that's just his style. That's it. Seemed like yeah, it's kind of his down home personality. Yeah, uh, popping quaaludes before the game, you know. Oof, gotta watch out. Gotta Coach. watch out for that. Seemed like Weston has like some sort of a personal <laughs> right. vendetta, something with him, and maybe some bad blood there. I don't know. We're not gonna revisit it, but did notice don't go that. there. <laughs> don't go there. Did notice I just, that. I just care about the coach Jimbo. Uh, well talking to, talking yeah. about basketball. Wait, just kidding. Still playing football. Kentucky. A minus five and a half at Tennessee. Line seems low. I would bet on Kentucky there, uh, but maybe they're still hungover from that loss to Duke. You know, Kentucky's basketball team lost to Duke. That's the that's oh the big wait, they lost yeah, by like thirty or Duke's forty points. Not going to lose the game all year, except when they play Ole Miss in the NCAA tournament championship. 
Wonderful. So there we go. That's Shout out to new coach Davis. Brent basketball Optimism. preview right think, here. Yeah, the basketball preview is a little lacking. We'll touch on it after the lines of the week. But don't you think the five and a half seems a little low over Tennessee for uh, this Kentucky team that's been good all season? Yeah, I think they would. I mean, I second, think they, second place in the East, only losses yeah. are to Tennessee. Oh, it looks like uh, I think West dropped. Hold on. Let me – wait, this might mess – I can't just – let me try to add West back to this call. He just tried to call me. Come on, Weston. What are you doing, buddy? Maybe it's meant to be. I swear I didn't do it on my end. Okay, I'm adding him. Yeah, I don't think you could have done I don't know how you could have done it. Well, I know. I tried earlier. It didn't mm-hmm. work. You were trying. Well, I thought because it was him and Jimbo and you, and I wanted to get in, right. and it said maxed out at three. Weston, are you so back? Can you hear us? Out. Yeah, the call just completely dropped. And oh, just, weird. I looked well, we don't have to worry was... about that. We don't need to t- trouble the listeners with our technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I would bet I would bet on Kentucky in that game. Uh, moving on. What Look. about, can we talk uh, State and Alabama? That's a big line. Sure. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's a big line, yeah. Alabama is favored by 24.5 as of right now on my bookie. It's in Tuscaloosa. I think the tie could easily cover. Again, I was saying from this game yeah, that that line's a little too big for me to uh, to trifle with. But I think uh, Alabama has very, very, very good wide receivers. They will be able to get behind State's DBs too as an accurate passer. Assuming the uh, all the injury stuff from last week is, is isn't really anything, which I doubt it is. Um, I think they could definitely torch them. Uh, and I don't know does, how they're going to score. Does that much. State score any points? Uh, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe a touchdown or two. I, I you know, of course. Ole Miss did better against Alabama than LSU did. We all know since Ole Miss did score that one touchdown, LSU got shut <laughs> yeah. out in Baton Rouge. So there's something. Arkansas scored 30 points on Bama. Hell, I mean, Saban's just a, a crazy guy. Who knows? Um, I feel like Alabama. I feel like with State, if it was in Starkville, they'd have a little bit more of a chance to score a couple right. points. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like I feel like because Alabama's just going to shut down the run game, and like Fitzgerald's not going to be able to do it, will probably be rough. Him. Yeah. Yeah, and he won't be able to like throw some of those deep balls to get the one on ones very much. I mean, what happens in the second half when they start King uh, Thompson? Oh, Keteon, Keteon Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Who knows, man? Uh, Here's a line for you: Um, Auburn plus fourteen and a half at Georgia. Uh, The dogs could probably cover that one, right? Auburn's definitely shuffling. Yeah. Um, you know, and also this podcast, no fans of Auburn here. Happy, to, happy truth. to pick against the Tigers. Free money against the Tigers. Here you go, Vanderbilt plus sixteen and a half at Missouri. I like the Commodores to cover that one. I think you were saying uh, our friend Clay picked that line on his show, right? Mm-hmm. Once again, give him a shout out. You're listening to it. Hit us with the name of that show. I know it, but I want to hear if I want to see if you know it. Uh, under the covers. Under the covers, and I almost oh, said cool. the other no laying name up the, the other name that we no talked about in the other yeah yeah so Clay like is like four and one two weeks in a row yeah so. it's what eight eight and two the last two weeks against the spread that's yeah. legit wow. that's legit so if you enjoy betting enjoy betting on my bookie you know hit up our boy Clay and uh, his buddies over there on under the covers hopefully we can get him like, on the, get him on the show like another here, website can sure. I make can I make fun of them it's just so funny yeah go ahead uh Red Cup posted there well 18 and 23 is bad enough 18 wins 23 losses sure. and the big is bad but when they say 18 23 and one and right. act like they got their tide money they got back, that push but the the the, the imaginary the book house, that kept the juice the, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah the house usually gets the push. Um, unfortunate. So uh, that here's that. Funny to me. So I'm assuming they're not really actually. No, I don't. I don't think so. It must just be for fun. They're just yeah. giving out these terrible picks to sure. people. Right, right, right. Well, it's it's if if you're the kind of person that's reading Red Cup and in the comments on Red Cup and all I'm of that, I'm the last person betting ever. on their bets. At lunch today, I, I didn't know. I didn't yeah, I'm not saying you personally. I'm saying whoever is betting those lines. Um, just like if you bet anything with sale on this show, of course you're a certifiable dumbass. Same difference. Um, here we go. South Carolina at Florida. Uh, Gamecocks coming off the huge win in Oxford. Florida loses to Missouri last week in kind of a head scratcher of a game. Not very Dan Mullen like to uh, to lose to Missouri in that spot. Uh, Florida only favored by six. I mean, Vegas clearly uh, taking that into account, giving some respect to Muschamp. I think the Gators bounce back and cover that one probably pretty easily. I, I don't do think too. I don't think South Carolina is very good. No. Shout out to Man well, Dolan. Yeah. He, what's he, uh, what's Florida's record right now, Justin? Let's see. They would have three losses, right? They lost to Kentucky. Uh, uh, wait, they beat LSU. They lost to they lost to Kentucky, Missouri, and somebody else, right? Then they lose Georgia. Uh, Georgia. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. So they're that's six right. and three. Georgia's won the East. Yeah, that, that sounds right. <clears throat> Still a good season. Um, but of yeah, course, no, I think Florida sure. fans don't ever ever expect to lose to Kentucky and Missouri. So Mullen's got to get that figured out. Here's a super interesting line: uh, Texas travels to Lubbock to play our friends, uh, the Red Raiders. Oh, Texas nice. Tech. Ooh, uh, yeah. Uh, only only a dog by two and a half points here at home, and that's a Vegas. I has take some respect. Tech, tech. I think Tech Tech. Yeah. Oh, why not? Kingsbury's turning it around. Did, did West Virginia lose last week? To no, they won at the last moment. And then one on the two-point conversion right? to cover, too. Yeah, Um, I saw that tweet where Holgerson's like, if you want to win this thing, go win the effing thing or whatever he said. I thought that was awesome. That's pretty cool. And, he has the, and uh, he has yeah, they, they they called timeout on him to try and because they made the pass for the two-point conversion. Then mm-hmm. timeout call, they had to redo it, and then he just walked in. <laughs> That's go. awesome. Uh, here's one for you. LSU minus 13 on the road against Arkansas. I think you lay these points. I think LSU bounces back from getting shut out versus Alabama. Um, should beat Arkansas handedly. I'm a coach. Yeah. fan. If no one knew that. So I, well, and, and that it. would in Arkansas's record now. Is it, is it three and six? Yes. I'm making sure here, the right? they beat, one. they beat Tulsa, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I thought Tulsa was only their second win, though. No, they beat uh, they beat Eastern Illinois and they beat uh. Oh, that's right. They beat what's it? Uh, it's, uh, Carolina. Uh, what's it? Uh, no, you're right. Forty Niners. No, wait, wait. No. Their only win is Eastern Illinois and then Tulsa. They're only they only have two wins. Two. Ooh. I thought they played some. I thought they played like a Charleston no, they, Southern at the beginning of the year or something. They played Colorado State and lost. They played North Texas and lost. Oh, that's, they beat Tulsa. They beat Eastern Illinois. So they're two and two in the non-conference. Uh, and then, what does that leave? Oh, and five in conference losses to Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Alabama, Auburn, Texas A and M. Uh, rough, rough. I mean, Chad Morris would love to get a win here against LSU State or Missouri. Um, I don't know if I see Not that happening. We'll, we'll find yeah. out. Nah. Um, so there's that line. Uh, moving along here. Definitely ride Coach O and the Tigers. Yeah, like that for sure. Uh, what about Miss... Wazoo? They're uh, four, 
four points, four and a half point underdog or favorites against Colorado. Yeah, my bookie has it. Uh, Washington State minus seven. Uh, I think they should they should cover any of those lines though. Yeah, I think so. I've been riding riding Leach all year to the abyss He's to doing it. He's deal another well. one. From Here's, here you go. Ohio State minus four at Michigan State. Uh, no idea who who wins or covers Ooh, in that game, but definitely uh, one of the biggest matchups of the week. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. What time's that game at? Uh, it looks to be a night game. Nope, it's not. It's an 11 a.m. game. Ooh. Yeah, they're sharing that sharing that story time slot with Ole Miss. We should mention Ole Miss uh, gets on CBS for the first time this year. 11 a.m. kickoff. Um, sure, why not? Right, it's one of those weekends where CBS has multiple <laughs> SEC games. Uh, I wonder who's CBS's B crew. It'll be interesting to see. Not not too sure on that one. Oh, Houston, ooh, maybe Houston twist. Nutt. You know Houston Nutt works for CBS. I would love to have him in the booth for this game. Oh. If he was in the booth for this game, that would be fantastic. Definitely. Oh, it would be. Oh, it would be. Um, so that's, that concludes our lines of the week. Uh, didn't really teach you anything, but, hey, it, it let us pass some more time here on the recording, get closer to uh, the point where we stopped doing it. Um. We talked about basketball. Season starts tomorrow. There was an exhibition game last Friday. Ole Miss won by a lot. Um, but, you know, it was like some D2 or D3 team or something. Uh, I keep saying it starts on Friday. It starts on Saturday day after at 3, tomorrow, yeah, Western whatever. Michigan. For some reason, I thought they played two Friday night games in a row. I was looking forward to watching it tomorrow, but it will. So after you, uh, after you watch Jimbo lay a beat down on Ole Miss at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. Flip on Western Michigan Broncos at Ole Miss. Actually, why don't we see if uh, if my bookie has a line for this one? Why not? Right? Here we go. Yeah, yeah let's check it also, out. Also, by the time you get this podcast mm-hmm. out, it's probably Friday. This is the yeah. Well, really, I people listen dark. to it probably for sure. Really I did watch. Uh, I watched some of the exhibition. Yeah. Okay. Hit us. Yeah. Hit us with some thoughts. I I, I just basically was following on Twitter. What do you What do you think of the uh, team? Uh, I think that going forward, it's pretty good to see that Kermit Davis actually knows how to recruit power forwards. Mm. And Um, and emphasizes defense too, right? Yeah, that was always good to see. I mean, like, I think that Blake Henson and KJ Buffin are actually going to be really good for us. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, hopefully, you know, after this year, Dom will give us what he gives us and Bruce Stevens. Is he still super slow? Are they both? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Well, Bruce Stevens has lost weight, and they're apparently he's gotten I don't know how better much better on defense. He's gotten better. I don't know how much yeah. better is going to help, but I mean it's better than it was last year, I guess. So that's there's that. But I think probably Henson and Buffin are going to be two of our like best. Yeah, like, you know, guys. I think one of the problems Ole Miss had under Andy Kennedy was kind of at times they struggled to find an identity. So I'm, I'm hoping with Davis, they can, they can be more confident in who they are and what they want to do. And I think that's going to start with sound defense. Uh, and then I know Davis talks a lot about passing the ball, being unselfish. Um, yeah. Moving the ball in the paint. And I, I, just from get, looking at what the players are saying on Twitter, I, I think that they do feel uh, confident. They feel like they, like I said, they maybe have more of an identity. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see that. Uh, sad to inform you that the line per my bookie on this game is no line, uh, not important enough to, exist in the eyes of but yeah, that's fine and that's fine it's, yeah. it's western michigan it was a battle miss team last year you know give them a few weeks Ole miss is going to be on the tip of everyone's tongue in the college football world i can i can i can feel it um, that's what uh that nope, other nope dumb podcast that got the ex-basketball coach on this week that's what they said 
Oh, I thought you were going to make some some comment about Jimbo and Cam being the tip of the tongue, and I wasn't wasn't having any of that. Um, right. I, I will say though, going forward though, if you can build a couple of solid recruiting classes, you uh-huh. can kind of build the foundation basketball wise, and then really get some really good players like a couple of years down the road. If we mm-hmm. build a good foundation now, which you know I think we <clears throat> we can. Absolutely, a lot's riding on TD's shoulders. Yeah, this is I mean, last year. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much you really expect out of this season, but he has a chance no. to, to have a good season. Yeah, if we like, if we, even though like you know, if, as long as we play like you know, really hard, pass the ball really well, play better defense, and like got on the tip of the NIT, I would consider that a successful season for the first year. Yeah, and then out. We we play in Duke at one point. Yeah, I, did. I heard that prediction. TD falls out. Yeah, earlier. <laughs> Y'all heard it here. <laughs> Man, I don't know where you can get that team uh, play. I think they play Butler here soon. Uh, that'll be an early, early big test for them. I, d- I doubt they win that game, but it's it's good no. to have it on the schedule. Oh yeah, but I mean, if they play really, really hard and keep it really yeah, competitive, it, 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 it'll know, be it's a like good sign, year. some confidence it, building. It, yeah, yeah, it'll give you a reason. Okay, well, when Davis gets a base established and gets some like good players in here, he's, we're actually uh-huh. going to be really competitive. That's what you want, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, it's, and playing I'm not hard and looking, anything. looking like. They're moving in a positive direction this season. It's going to be important for recruiting. So definitely twenty win, twenty goal. win regular season. Calling it sure. right now. Why not? I, I love it. That's that's the that's the patented Bedwell prediction. Never been wrong. I don't think. <laughs> hey, okay, look, I'll go ahead and say two years ago I was maybe wrong about. Has it been two years when I Crime Dog came on board? Oh yeah, you thought I was going to turn everything around. Yeah, it's been yeah. Two, it's been two years. Yeah, so that's I'm going to publicly go on the record that. I was a little so wrong. So you got kind of a two-year <laughs> rolling uh, apology window yeah. in here. Yeah, looking forward to it, what the next few months will bring as you get into uh, that five and seven season. Uh, yeah. I, I will say one thing, though. We can move on from basketball. That frustrated me about AK was the fact that you'd have players like Reggie Butner mm-hmm. and Sebastian Saiz playing center when they're like six nine guys that should be playing power forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's always like it's like oh my god! And of course we play teams with like six eleven, you know six ten to seven foot guys that are actually like traditional like centers that are playing center. And it's like our tallest guy's a six nine power forward that's playing center. It's like you get pretty much outmatched and banged around on the glass, right. you know. Yeah, like every time it's definitely like valid, oh my yeah. god, it's so frustrating. And the thing is too, like the, I mean I get the AK and the tad pad for all these years, but like. Eight, other than like Murphy Holloway, Sebastian Saez, and Buckner, like most of our power forwards have freaking sucked. Like we have never had like hardly ever had any good like stretch forwards or what do you call it like, the three point mm-hmm. that can kind of like stretch the floor and make create shots for the other for the team. I mean, goodness, and they haven't been really athletic either. Right. You forgetting the Venezuelan monster? Anthony Perez. <laughs> Wait, can we just uh, real quick? Last thing I want to no. do on the show. Uh, can we go check and see if Anthony Perez's Wikipedia article is still the oh, glorious no. thing that it once was? <laughs> I swear to God, check. if they deleted Anthony <laughs> for lack of notoriety, I'm gonna That'd be really pissed. Sad. No, okay, I'm still, yeah. <laughs> I'm still seeing it. Uh, college career: Perez played college basketball at Ole Miss with the Ole Miss Rebels in the United States, where his head coach Andy Kennedy called him one of yes. the greatest mysteries he's ever coached. This was based on his ability to sharpshoot on certain nights. So that is that's that's one of about one of about 110 words on Anthony's Wikipedia page. Uh, good stuff. I, I 
I, I think it's nice that Andy Kennedy has so much time now to go out and edit these things into these Wikipedia pages uh, and do this for his former players. You gonna... know it's been taking it down. He keeps putting it back keeps in. Putting it back. <laughs> Anthony keeps taking it down. AK keeps going in and making but... sure people know. I have a funny Perez moment. Um, right. It was like it was like the first year of the Pavilion, and we had gone to a game. I, I don't know if you were – yeah, you were with uh, Bedwell. You were with me, and like it was Will Bedwell and Alex Ridgway and Max Law. Mm-hmm. And we went to a game. I think we were playing Georgia. The but, game uh, squad. We were sitting – yeah, yep. <laughs> we were sitting next to the bench, and uh, Perez was in the game, and like you could hear like AK, like it was pretty cool because you could hear AK, and some Perez did something stupid, obviously, and AK turns around to like his the bench and like the coaching staff, or I guess whoever could hear him was like, he was like, God damn it, Perez is so freaking weak. Oh my God, he's so freaking weak. I've never seen such a weak player. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell he was weak by the fact that his biceps were approximately <laughs> the same circumference as his wrist. That was, you, you, had to, you had to watch him play to really pick up on that nuance in his game. Uh, we love you, Anthony. We miss you. Uh, we'd right. love to see what, uh, what Kermit could do with a talent like yourself. Uh, you know, Kermit does run the one three one, and Anthony did excel at the top of that one three one. There you so, go. You know, <laughs> Very good, man. All right, uh, we're going to wrap up the show there, guys. Like I said, uh, thanks for taking the time out of the end of your week here. A little of a, a different schedule than we normally have, but glad we were able to get it in. Glad I was able to have my friends, uh, Will and Wesson, on the show. And, of course, our, our dear friend, um, Coach Jimbo Fisher. Um, really appreciated him taking time out of his busy schedule game prep for Ole Miss. I mean, that kind of just tells you how seriously other SEC teams take Ole Miss this season that, you know, Thursday night before a 11 a.m. game on Saturday and Jimbo is seemingly drunk uh, just calling into calling into random podcasts. Um, but we do appreciate him taking the time. Uh, that'll do it for here. Like, for us, like I said, uh, tonight on the show, uh, you know, I give you the same spiel every week. Of course, you go to support us. Use our code on my bookie. Uh, you can give us a five-star review on iTunes. We would appreciate that. You can find the show on uh, Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud or over on armchairallamericans.com. So lots of different options for you to listen to it there. Um, and, yeah, like I said, just we, we appreciate you riding with us, uh, and it's been fun. So uh, for Wesson, for Will, and Justin, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you again next week. Spread love like a Paddington bear. cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time 
Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 